At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not trans women are women, and we are starting right now with Hunter's opening statement. Thanks so much for being here with us, Hunter. The floor is all yours. Sure. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you so much, James, for uh, for having me on. And um, uh, Svani, thank you so much for, uh, for for initiating the debate. I think this is going to be really interesting. I figured I'd go ahead and just start with giving my definition of a woman, and then I'll kind of just read my general opening. So um, the definition that I like to use is a woman is someone whose internal perception of themselves aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine. So uh, gender, obviously, is a social construct. So that means we as humans created expectations, behaviors, and roles that we assign people based on their biology. So we've chosen certain behaviors and roles to be correlated with biology. But many, if not most of these expectations, roles, or behaviors are actually socially constructed. For example, the go-to example is, of course, there's nothing biological about women wearing dresses or men wearing suits. Uh, in fact, throughout history, kilts and tunics were all seen as masculine attire, despite tunics being a kind of a dress and then uh, kilts being really a literal skirt. <laughs> so this further demonstrates that people with penises don't choose to wear suits because of some genetic or biological reason, but rather uh, we as humans have correlated certain behaviors and expressions with biology. And this is really important because Gender is more than just a social construct. It's also a socially constructed form of identity. So the external social construct of masculinity and femininity influence the way that we see ourselves. We collectively agree on certain characteristics we label as masculine or feminine. Uh, and in shorter terms, the external social construct of gender influences our internal gender identity in regards to that external social construct. Um, a good example is something like even like the game of football. It's socially constructed. It exists as a result of human interaction. Uh, and even more so, the foundational social construct branches out to socially constructed football teams. And so now because of this external social construct, I can now have an internal identity as, say, a New York Jets fan or something. I don't ever even have to attend a football game to actually be a fan. Maybe I just like the team because my dad liked it before. There's no way to verify the legitimacy of this identity. And I understand that this analogy might sound a bit unserious, but we respect people's professed identities in other contexts as well. Uh, I think the most prevalent example is Christianity. According to Romans, to be a Christian, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. This demonstrates that the internal belief influences external behavior. So similarly, someone might have an internal identity as a woman, and this justifies their external expression. It would be silly to expect someone to, quote, respect your pronouns if you're making no attempt to externally present your internal identity. However, the external presentation is not what holds the weight and ultimately justifies the identity. So to be a Christian, you must have an internal belief. In order to be treated and recognized as a Christian, you must express certain behaviors and characteristics. Ultimately, it's the internal belief that justifies their identity as a Christian. Behaviors are not required, but if you're legitimate in your Christian faith, you will most likely strive to meet certain characteristics. Similarly, if someone is legitimate in their identity as a woman, it's more than likely they'll strive to meet certain external characteristics. Uh, And most people end up being comfortable with their internal gender identity, but they may not fit into certain social roles all the same or certain social expectations. So like many gender expectations, of course, another cliche example, right, is the the man working, the woman staying home. um, But yet many women aren't happy as primary caretakers. And women have also brought unique benefits to the workforce and have thrived outside of their gender role. There's also been an increase in stay-at-home dads, as men are also proving to be successful outside of their gendered expectations. Had these people been forced to uphold elements of the socially constructed gendered expectations, they would suffer from discomfort and mental health issues. So while for some people, deviating from socially constructed gendered expectations is enough, Others have persistent discomfort and mental anguish due to the misalignment between the external gender expectations and the internal gender identity, which leads to dysphoria. So not only do conventional gender expectations seem to be inaccurate, they're also leading to some harm. Now, an adult human female is the commonly cited dictionary definition. This is the classic definition that aims to uphold the definition of woman as being biological, hence adult human female. Uh, However, we know that sex is bimodal, meaning it's not a rigid binary as previously thought, so it doesn't easily fit into two specific categories. That means that attempting to define woman as fitting a biological criteria uh, leads to actually excluding people who you would otherwise consider women. So maybe we're going to say chromosomes determine gender. That's obviously a biological thing. Uh, If so, it's possible, excuse me, how is it possible that there's one in 15,000, quote, girls in Denmark who are born with XY chromosomes? They're raised as girls, believe themselves to be girls, and have primary female sex organs. But if female includes female chromosomes, then the biological definition of woman would currently be excluding people who have female sex characteristics. Furthermore, it's estimated that up to 1.7% of the U.S. population has an intersex trait, adding up to 6 million Americans. If the definition of woman includes female, as in specific sex characteristics, how many of these characteristics must be met in order to be a real woman? Uh, Is it the ability to give birth? What about infertile women or women who went through menopause? Obviously, they don't just cease to be women. Are women generally of the essence to give birth, but the biological definition still allows for women who cannot give birth? If so, why can't this exception also extend to trans women? Is it because perhaps 
uh, trans women don't have the female sex organs necessary to give birth, thus negating her childbearing essence. Well, one in 5,000 women are born in the U.S. without a uterus. That adds up to 1.6 million women in the U.S. who are still women, despite lacking the very essence to give birth. One could argue that a woman is simply someone whose biological makeup is geared towards producing large or small gametes. This definition would exclude women who suffer from a condition called uh, Swire syndrome. These women have fully functioning female sex organs, except for ovaries meaning that although it's rare, there are some women who we still recognize as women, yet they lack the essence to give birth and their body is not geared towards producing gametes. If the biological definition somehow makes an exception for women with these conditions, then why can't the biological definition make an exception for trans women who've undergone sex reassignment surgery? They don't produce gametes, nor do they have a womb, yet we already recognize certain women as women, regardless of their biological ability to give birth or produce gametes. As soon as these questions are asked, attempting to define a woman based on biology starts to crumble. This definition would exclude millions of currently recognized women who have intersex traits, cannot give birth, or don't produce female gametes. Finally, even when it comes to the practical side of things, we don't really look at biology to determine if someone is a man or a woman. We look at the way they express themselves and behave. We determine who is a man or who is a woman on the basis of gender. We already do this on our daily lives. So in short, defining a woman on the basis of biology excludes real women from the definition and doesn't serve utility on a day-to-day -day basis. External social constructs exist and can influence internal identities. The internal identity is ultimately what holds the weight and influences external gendered behavior. Thus, defining a woman based on internal identity allows for a more encompassing definition and serves more utility. Definitions are descriptive. We make definitions in order to better categorize and understand the world around us. Definitions can, should, and do change as our understanding of certain concepts evolve. Thank you. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement, Hunter Avalone. And if it's your first time here, folks, at Modern Day Debate, I'm your host, James. Our goal is to provide a neutral platform so that everybody has their chance to make their case on a level playing field. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button as we have many more debates to come. You don't want to miss them, so hit subscribe right now. And with that, we're going to kick it over to Sanvi. Thanks so much. The floor is all yours, Sanvi. I can screen share. Whoa. Okay. So today I'll be arguing that trans women are not women and the case for the truth of this proposition. So right off the bat, two arguments that um, women are in fact adult human females is firstly, we have adult females for other species. We refer to an adult lion that is a female as a lioness and an adult lion that's a male as a lion. Um, it would be quite astounding if we looked at the other species that we study and had terms for adult females there, but not for our own, which is the species that we clearly study the most. So the word woman is likely the best candidate for an adult human female. Um, another good reason that um, 
to, to, to think that a woman is an adult human female is because it's the ordinary way that the term is used, the term woman is used. So dictionaries, although they are fallible, they do um, lend credence to the ordinary way that people use terms. So that's evidence that woman generally refers to adult human females. Um, but moving on, a lot of people that in defense of the proposition that trans women are women have presented something known as the social view within the literature. Um, which is that somebody is a woman if and only if she exhibits the social, cultural, or behavioral traits typically associated with females. Um, this view is pretty common, but the problem with this one ooh, more so is that if somebody does not exhibit the social, cultural, or behavioral traits typically associated with females, then they would not be women. And this would obviously exclude some trans women, such as butch trans women. It would also exclude punitively people that we would agree that are women, um, such as cisgender women. So I think the social view fails on that account. The next view is the self-identification view of gender, which has been more pervasive to within mainstream media. Um, somebody is a woman if and only if she identifies as a woman. Obviously, the problem with this definition is it's viciously circular, it's uninformative, it doesn't tell us what a woman actually is, and there's no trait that you obtain in reality just by identifying it. There's always necessary and sufficient conditions to go through. Another common self-identification view people have been positing in order to avoid the problem of vicious circularity is somebody is a woman if and only if she identifies as female, um, such as Cambridge Dictionary recently updated the word woman as to be allowed for this definition. So the problem with this definition is identifying as a female is not a valid identity in that it would be identifying as a biological falsehood. The implications of this view would mean that you can identify as having um, Down syndrome, for example, which is chromosomal, having certain neurodegenerative disorders. Obviously, you cannot identify as things that aren't in accordance with reality, especially biological reality in this case. Okay. This view is the gendered brain view. This one has been becoming more popular among popular creators. Um, in this view, a woman is a woman if and only if she has the brain of a female. Um, therefore, trans women are women because in their brains, they have the brain structure of a typical female. Um, obviously, right off the bat, not all trans women have the brain of a female. Not even all cis women have the brain of a female. And to conclude, brain sex does not determine gender, as we know that many homosexual men tend to have brains closer to females than males. So clearly, conclusively, the gender brain view is false. And finally, Hunter's account of gender, which I know he touched on in the opening statement that he has on his YouTube a little bit, but a woman is somebody whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as feminine. Um, clothing, like a dress, behaviors, voice, all things that we would generally consider feminine and more typically associated with females. There's a couple problems with this view. I think that even under this account of gender, it's still not trans inclusive. Not all trans women are women under this account. Like, for example, as I mentioned earlier, a butch trans woman um, or the movement in the trans community as to trans women do not owe you femininity or radical feminists who are gender nonconforming, who do not adhere to what we internal, what they do not internally perceive thing, themselves as what we culturally view as feminine, but rather perceive things that are viewed as masculine. Um, but we would still punitively agree that they are women. So I think this account fails as well. And to kind of conclude here, so we can sort of get into the debate, I think that any account that you give of what a woman is, is still not going to be trans-inclusive fully, unless you take the self-IDV, which has its own set of cases. But I'll conclude here and let us get started. Thank you, James. 
You got it. Thank you very much for that opening as well. And folks, want to let you know, if you didn't know, Modern Day Debate is also available on podcast. All of our live debates end up on the podcast within about 24 hours. If you haven't yet, pull out your favorite podcast app right now, find Modern Day Debate, and that way you can listen to debates on the go. It's ad-free. Check it out. With that, we're going to go into the open dialogue for about roughly 50 minutes, and then we'll have Q&A at the end. In case you have questions, submit them in the live chat if you at me at Modern Day Debate, or if you put in a super chat, those go to the top of the list. With that, thanks very much, Hunter and Sanvi. The floor is all yours. Sure. So, um, Sanvi, thank you so much for your opening. It was uh, I really liked it. Um, you started out by talking about like how we have adult females in nature as well which seems to be, I don't want to say an appeal to nature because I don't know if you're saying just because it's in nature means this is how we ought do it in our society. Uh, but this also seems to be, again, like a mix-up between sex and gender. Like, you talked a little bit about some people saying they identify as female. I don't know who says that. I know that sometimes people will use those words interchangeably or differently. For me, at least, I try to be really careful about saying female when I am talking about the biological shit and saying woman when I'm talking about the social gender element. So uh, saying someone identifies as a female, like I actually would agree with your part uh, of your slideshow there because that is kind of silly. That doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, that one was from Cambridge. I think a lot of people have been updating the word woman as to mean somebody with a female gender identity, but I'm glad we can agree there. Yeah. Yeah, the the main ones that you touched on, though, I think that were, were interesting were the critiques of my definition, specifically the one that's it's culturally relevant. Uh, and I think that this is an interesting one, but I don't think this is actually a defeater at all. I, I will concede this. It is culturally relevant. 100%. Just like I could, well, hold on. Just like I could be uh, a football fan here in America, but if I go to Brazil, I can still be a football fan based on my identity that has been formed based to, on this social construct here in the U S but what it means to be a football fan here as opposed to in Brazil is different. It's culturally relevant, but it doesn't negate my identity as a football fan. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So with that definition, um, would you mind clarifying your definition of woman and how that would relate to that? Because it seems to be a football fan is somebody who identifies as a football fan, but you do not hold that a woman is just somebody who identifies as one, right? Yeah, well, it's someone who identifies uh, has an internal perception that aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine. Yes. So if there's an external view of gender, which obviously we have, like we culturally collectively agree on like this type of characteristic will be classified as masculine or feminine. Right. So we already have that people are going to have an internal perception of themselves that is based upon a collection of external socially constructed gender characteristics right and so with that that's going to form an inter um an internal identity so would you say if somebody has an internal perception of themselves that more so aligns with what we traditionally view as masculine that they would then be a man not a woman um that's how i would define being a man yes and usually yes. i would also go about this as i think that a lot of this is like much more subconscious too i think that this that's why i try to touch on it on my opening about how um a good amount of people I don't think really think about gender. I don't think they, I'm, I was one of those people. It never really occurred to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, I would define it as, as such. 
Yeah. And I, I think maybe maybe people don't think about gender, but I do think they think about masculinity and femininity implicitly like, oh, I dress different, act different than other women around me. So I think this begs the question of are masculine women women? Um, yes, because it's about an internal perception, not an external behavior. I'm glad that you touched on that as well, which is another misunderstanding this like, oh, it's just a stereotype of what it means to be not really. No, it's it's not wearing a dress and lipstick that makes you a woman. It's like what I said. It's you have an internal identity. But if you identify a certain way, odds are you're going to take steps to, yeah, probably present in ways that we culturally view as being like a gendered expectation or role uh, or behavior associated with yeah. Being a woman, right? I think that's what I was touching on is that you said an internal perception of yourself that you personally align with these feminine or these masculine traits. Um, so hence why if a masculine woman has this percep- perception of herself, like I traditionally like mo- more manly things than I do things typically associated with females, then by your logic, I feel like she would have to be a man. Well, if you're talking about someone like a butch lesbian, for example. Yes, yes. As like, you it's can give a that. weird juxtaposition here because- butch lesbian because of the fact that it's also the lesbian factor it still is actually on that spectrum of femininity because lesbian being someone who identifies themselves right as a woman who is attracted to other women usually attracted to other females i would actually say um but by your logic she would just be a straight man at that point because then no she wouldn't because the- she's no 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 because by being a butch lesbian she has an internal perception of herself that still aligns with elements that are culturally feminine because a butch lesbian is still encompassing a femininity to a degree. You're talking about a lesbian who okay. presents in ways that are butch. However, they still perceive themselves and identify themselves as women. But just because you identify and perceive yourself as a woman isn't what makes you a woman. It's if you internally perceive that you like these feminine characteristics. Not like those things, that you have an internal perception of yourselves that aligns more. It's not just like, I like these things. It's not, oh, in my in my heart, I like wearing jean jackets, so I guess I'm a man now. No, it's a, it's a much more subtle and... Um, I would say like internalized sense of self that plays a role here in masculinity and femininity and whatnot. But no, being a butch lesbian, expressing yourself in ways that are butch does not negate the fact that you can still have an internal perception of yourself that can align with elements of femininity. Take a butch trans woman, for example, the movement within the trans community that trans women, in fact, do not owe you femininity. We can have desires, preferences, thoughts, feelings, all in accordance to what is traditionally viewed as masculine, yet still be women. Like, would you agree then that butch trans women aren't women? Could you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, uh, we know what a butch lesbian is. So there's a movement within the trans community that trans women, in fact, do not owe you femininity. So a butch trans woman is somebody who feels that their internal perception is more masculine, yet their identity as a woman is valid. So would you say like a butch trans woman is not a woman? How is their identity? They said they don't owe you femininity. Isn't that most likely talking about a, a expressing conventional views of femininity? This doesn't really play much in with the internal perception. Because if they're identifying themselves as a woman, that is encompassing of having an internal perception that aligns with certain cultural views of femininity. Because again, this is what's, well, hold on. This is what's interesting about this. Hold on, please. Because this is what's interesting about this external social construct about gender is that there is contrasting elements of both masculinity and femininity, more so femininity. Like the fact that 
being like the quote unquote bitchy girl boss, right, is a feminine thing, but also being the super nurturing like trad wife is a feminine thing. But these are arguably opposites. So having certain collections or parts that you identify more so and then presenting differently, these are two separate things, having an internal identity versus presentation. Yeah. So with that being said, so if they have an internal perception of any part of femininity, they could claim to be a woman. Or are you saying there's a certain threshold there or? Yeah, it would usually be like, I, I don't know the exact threshold. I'm not going to sit down and be like, yeah, it is I, exactly. You must it's like not mathematical, right? But let's say address, um, but like more so like, if somebody has more so characteristics aligned with masculinity than femininity, and that's their internal perception, would they fall under man or woman? If they had more characteristics that were masculine, as in their, external their internal characteristics? Perception of their internal perception um, of like masculinity and femininity was that they have more masculine traits than feminine traits. They would view themselves as more aligned with cultural views of masculinity than, yes, that would be my definition of a man. Right. Yeah. So under this definition is why I think that um, not all trans women are women still because a bunch of women would be a man to you. No, I just, did you not remember that I just explained that? So, well, you just, I just asked if they have more characteristics in their internal perception of self that internal are internal perception, culturally view as masculinity rather than femininity. Yes. But if you're a butch lesbian, there is still a overlap oh, there with sorry, femininity Sorry, I said well. butch trans woman. I see the confusion, not butch lesbian. Oh, oh, oh but, so wait, hold on. A butch yeah. <laughs> trans woman yeah. is somebody who, if they are saying that they are a woman, then that is someone who still has an internal perception of themselves that aligns with some aspect of femininity, but they present in ways that are more butch. This is like the Tom girl argument. This is like when people say, are Tom or uh, are Tom boys now actually boys? No, like they're a tomboy because they're recognized as a girl who likes to present or engage in behaviors that are maybe more so associated with masculinity. Yeah, I think this just um, gets here. I, I think you're your, conflating pr- presentation here with like internal identity. No, like um, plenty of butch trans women have an internal identity of being very masculine. They perceive themselves to align with more society's views as masculine rather than feminine, yet they still identify as women. So I think the proposition will still be false because you said more masculine um, identification than feminine identification would allude. Well, you to- would have to go about determining how that goes about because, again, you can say if that you're go- well, hold on, because if you're going to say something along the lines of they more so align with masculinity, but they're still professing to be a woman, I guess if you want to like make up a scenario in that case, fine. But no, in most cases, I would say someone who is a man is someone whose internal perception aligns with cultural views of masculinity. And if someone is a butch trans woman, so yes, they identify as a woman meaning they still have an internal perception of themselves that aligns with certain cultural views of femininity. Do you I not think, understand I that? The that they can have that but present um, differently? It depends on the case. But if we were to, your definition of woman is an internal perception um, that aligns with what we culturally view as feminine and then vice versa, masculine for man. So would you say that if somebody has an internal perception of themselves that they more so align with ma- masculine characteristics. And obviously we can't quantify this. We'll just say more, right? My, no, no, no. Because, okay. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. But the thing is, is if they had that, then the assumption would be they would then be identifying as a man. So but if someone says I have an internal perception that aligns with masculinity, 
but yeah. I'm a woman, that would be, that would not make, that would be a contradiction. Okay. So just to clarify though, that a butch trans woman then would not be a woman to you. No, because by calling okay. themselves a woman, they still obviously have some form of an internal perception that aligns with elements of femininity. Ask even if them, they're asserting, even if they're asserting that their internal perception is more masculine. Are they asserting that their internal perception is more masculine or that they yes. prefer to present more masculine? No, that their internal, they typically like things and they typically, their desires, preferences, thoughts, everything is more so in accordance to what society traditionally views as masculine. Um, then hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I would really like an example of that because yeah, I, mean, I would I be very curious, but at the end the of the day, if you're talking um, about, well, yeah, yeah. But if you're talking about somebody who says that they more so fit in these views of cultural views, then that almost sounds like it's a binary or a non-binary individual, somebody who doesn't fit into either category, uh, neatly. That's almost what that sounds like. But I would love to see an example of somebody who says, I internally align with masculinity. I want to present masculine. Why? Wait, if they're presenting masculine, why do they want to be referred to as women? Yeah. So I think I cited a, a published paper on this in my presentation, but the idea is more so that cisgendered women, they can internally feel masculine, still call themselves women validly. And everybody putatively agrees that they're masculine, even though they have an internal sense of being um, they're women, even though they have internal sense of being masculine. So the idea is that trans women also don't owe you that. No, they might not owe you a presentation, but if you're going to have an internal identity, this is how my definition, this is why my definition is internally consistent as well, is because mm -hmm. we're talking about an external social construct and the way that, that influences an internal perception. Again, I... What what's the example of the person who says that they internally view themselves as masculine, but for some reason want to be called a woman? Because that almost yeah. sounds like a straw man. That sounds like something you're making up. Because people no, who I, have an I internal perception that. that aligns more so with masculinity, why then would they want to be referred to as a woman? I cited a paper in my opening presentation um, in the Journal of Lesbian Studies. The DOI is in there. Maybe if we could go back, but. She's always a she's always a was a woman, but she's lesbian trans woman in the lesbian community. And so I don't think it's just something that's being made up. It's something that's often discussed in the literature, um, especially those who support a more self-identification view of what gender is. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's and you I, can disagree um, with that view. That's totally fine. You don't have to obviously agree with everything that people no, that are. I, I do. I I well, first of all, okay. So yeah, I, I would love to see that. But you understand that it's a little bit ironic that even if you want to say, here's this one example where your definition might not actually be all encompassing, which is fair, by the way, it's incredibly difficult to have a definition that is 100% all encompassing. You recognize that your definition is far more exclusionary, correct? Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I'm willing to concede that just as you're willing to concede that that's fine. Wait, wait. Okay. Hold on. Because I'm willing to concede that if you want to get for that one example you gave, Sure, then my definition might not be applicable there. I will okay. literally concede my, that. Yeah, because, that's, hold on, that's wait, wait, fine. Please, wait, wait, please. Because I'm okay recognizing that there is no such thing as an all-encompassing definition. However, okay. my definition encompasses more utility and encompasses more people who are women. So your definition, do you think that those people, for example, the, the girls that I referenced that are mm -hmm. born in Denmark with male chromosomes, are they just 
do you still view them as women or like? Yeah, what? I don't think that that has any bearing on the proposition, are trans women women? Because even if the biological account of female fails, it still wouldn't prove that trans women are women. It would just prove that we are unconvinced and we need something else. We need a new definition. Um, well, sure, we're I, not. We're, yeah. we're we're not just talking about our trans women women here. We're also talking about the, the actual topic. definition. Well, I understand that's the topic, but we're also talking about the current definition versus a new definition. So you support the current definition, right? Yeah, it has no bearing on the proposition at hand, right? I, I recognize for that, the but sake, I also for the sake of discussion even grant that, and it still doesn't prove all trans women are women because we understand that 99.2% of trans individuals do not have an intersex condition and were correctly assigned at birth. So I don't think it would prove anything but the point. Well, that's not, wait, an intersex condition. Yeah. What I would, I'm, that has, that's sex, not gender. So, okay. Well, right. So you have, the burden is still to prove the 99% of trans women are they women? Yes, because of the internal perception, which is encompassing, not to mention the fact that we recognize internal perceptions like, excuse me, uh, in other aspects of society as well. Since the current definition, here's the thing is you say that even if your current definition is disproven, it doesn't prove trans women are women. That's true, by the way, 100%. However, in order to further make the point, we need to compare the definition to the current definition. And if we're looking at there's this definition of which includes trans women being women and serves more utility and is more encompassing versus the current definition, which is based on biology, doesn't serve utility and excludes people that we would currently view as being women. So how, what would you take like severely cognitively disabled adult human females to be? Like they lack the parts of the brain, take hydroanencephaly, severe traumatic brain injury, like whatever. They lack the parts of the brain to have that internal um, reflection of themselves if they align. Like someone in like a coma, you mean? Like What was that? Like someone in a coma? Like a like a woman in a coma? Like That how could be, be one thing, but like let's say from birth even, right? Like hydroanencephaly. Right. And so- yeah, so they they obviously would not have an internal perception of themselves of anything the same. of much else at all. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be a societal thing, and that in that element, they would probably be a girl or a woman, and it would just be we would look at their genitalia, and then they, we would have the uh, correlation of the social external properties that we kind of applied there, and then that's that. Just like you might take, well, hold on, just like you might take this person to church, and they're not going to have an internal perception or belief system of being a Christian. But what does this prove? Nothing, that they're not Christian. <laughs> right. So but in the case of the internal perception, um, they can, they, yeah, so they might logic, not have an internal they should, identity. They, they cannot, in that case, they, they cannot be women. Yeah, they would. you're right. They wouldn't be a woman based on the identification side of things. So they would be a female would they be and then they would be a woman based on the social element. We would probably categorize them as a woman. Just but do like you realize you, that this is special pleading from the original definition? Because the original definition was a woman is somebody whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as feminine, which if we're going to throw out this because they don't have that capacity for an internal perception at all, then you would have to be refining the definition to include a second definition, which is a social aspect. But it's still a shift of what the original definition was. Okay, so what's your overall point then here? you shifted the original definition because the original definition of, of a woman was somebody whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as feminine. And now mm-hmm. you're saying, even if somebody hell doesn't have an internal perception of anything at all, they could still be a woman under X definition, no, no, which no. is so, different okay. from the one that you originally said. Okay, sure. So they wouldn't be a woman. Yes. In the sense of they would not have an internal perception of themselves. If they're cognitively 
um, to the ability of not able to, to like have really a sense of self, then yes, of course. Um, but this is also like saying a Christian is somebody who has an internal belief system. That person might not be a Christian if you take this uh, mentally deficient person to church, but you could still impl- or impose those social things. So they might not be a woman, again, based on the standard of an internal identity, but we would probably still, what I'm saying is, refer to them as a woman because we would, in that case, impose these expectations. Okay. Does so, that make sense? so it's that, it's that. Just if they don't have the internal perception, we would still impose it and probably assume okay. it in it. Okay. So in addition to a woman being somebody with the internal perception of what we view as feminine, a woman is also somebody that we impose female expectations onto in addition to that. No, I'm saying we would consider that person a woman. Why? Because under your definition, they would be a gender. Right. So, so let me explain here. Once again, you understand that I have already conceded that gender and sex are correlated, correct? So I recognize that there is an external element of gender, right? Which influences the internal perception. They would fit in the external part because they have no cognitive ability to form a sense of self. We, they, they pro- honestly, they, you're right. They would be a gender. They would not have a gender. But I'm saying we would all the same refer to them as a woman. Not that they yeah, actually. That's fine. That's no, no, fine. no, not that they. Please, I feel like you think that this is like a gotcha when I'm just. I, I never it. said it was a gotcha. I refer just, to I them just, as you a, clarified your point. Me. It makes we sense. We might refer to them as a woman. Yeah, you, we might refer to them for the sake of like We're our going simplicity. To categorize them as that. As yeah. Simple. So, but analyt, there's a difference between analytically and pragmatically, right? So, pragmatically, we might refer to them as a woman for like social reasons or like for the most utility in treating them or whatnot. But you would agree that analytically, they are a gender. Analytically, academically, yes, yes, a gender, yes, one hundred percent. Just like you might say, like, oh, my child's like a Christian, they love Jesus. They might say something like that, but like, they don't really have that internal perception. They might not really understand. This doesn't mean that at the end of the day, a Christian is someone who has an internal belief. Yeah. Okay. So So like that person wouldn't be a Christian, just the same as that person might not be a woman, but we would still impose those roles and expectations most likely, and also most likely just refer to them as such. Under, um, I still think that the more, more so the problem is under this view, um, anybody that is severely cognitively disabled or handicapped lacks a gender analytically, at least. No. So this is, this is the, so this is the coma argument. You have a little bit of a stronger argument when you're talking about someone who might be born mentally deficient. If you're talking about someone in a coma, I didn't mention a coma. I said handicapped and disability. As if they were born with a handicap or as if they were yeah, like, like take certain um, genetic disorders, for example, like severe chromosomal abnormalities that cause a high end of Down syndrome, mm-hmm. things like that more so. That would mean that everybody that meets that threshold of lacking um, assertive self-awareness would lack a gender. Just like they would lack any sense of se- sense of self or identity. Yeah, yes. So they, are they would a lack gender. in, uh, wait, 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 they would lack a form of identity. So do you understand how identity works? Because you've been asking a lot of questions. I'm gonna, I want to ask you some questions now. Do you understand how identity works in relation to the external social constructs? I think so. Yeah, I think I understand your definition of it. Right. So do you understand that if somebody is really mentally, cognitively deficient, 
they're not going to be able to form an identity in regards to really anything. Yeah. So they would lack a gender is what I'm saying. Yes. So, but the, so you're not making a point. You're just reiterating that they would lack a gender. Yes, they would. They wouldn't well, have an identity. Yeah. Under- they would also lack a sense of self. That doesn't mean a yeah. sense of self is generally an internal perception you have of, I don't know, in regards to yourself, whatever. Yeah. Like- and then another problem with this is that that would mean, um, and before you let me, let, please let me finish this, um, analytically, that infants would lack a gender too, because now you can say that we impose it on them for pragmatic reasons to refer to them as boys and girls. But that would still mean that because they lack the capacity to internally perceive themselves as X, Y, Z, they would be a gender as well. That means everybody is born a gender technically. Yes. And we just refer to them as girls and boys for pragmatic reasons. Yes, that's what I'm talking about with the external socialization that we correlate with sex. And what I'm saying is that that's unnecessary. It's un- it, it no longer uh, includes Women, people you would consider women based on biology, the so sexual did characteristics. You, did you agree with so what I said? That an infant would technically be a gender? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can literally, look, you can look up how the socialization of gender can take place a lot of the times. And again, I'm not saying this is some like conspiratorial, like, let me make my child, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, no, it's much more that. of a subtle reinforcement thing. I have two kids, so I've seen it happen myself. It just, it happens. It's everywhere. But yeah, absolutely. But there's also strong evidence showing that by the time a kid is, I think he's like six or seven, they already have a pretty strong sense of gender and themselves in regards to that. So yeah, Yeah, gender is a form of identity in regards to a social construct, just mm -hmm. like other uh, forms of identity in regards to social constructs. I'm giving you examples of where this applies here. Yeah. And so far, Um, so far you haven't really made an argument or a rebuttal. You're just saying, so based on your definition, some people wouldn't be women. Yeah. I'm conceding, but like, so what's your No, 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 that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that in the discussion of are all trans women, under your definition, we'd have these X, Y, Z implications. Now you can say you're fine with those implications, but I think the, you know, the majority of people would say like, we're not born a gender. Okay, that's, that's fine what people want to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, people can, that was, that people can say what they want. Why, but again, it's like, I was asking this is that. the thing. Is, a gotcha. is, I was just trying to understand if that was something you were willing to. So like, I'm going to say what you said earlier is just if something is, uh, does just if my definition is not all encompassing and you can find a couple exceptions, doesn't mean that trans women are not, uh, are a woman is someone whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine. It doesn't negate my definition. And if you're going to say that because when I bring up the fact that your definition, is even less, serves even less utility, and is far less encompassing than mine, then you're right that it doesn't prove trans women are women, but it is a little bit ironic that you're arguing that position when the definition you're trying to defend is worse. It has all the problems you're trying to demonstrate with mine are worse for you. I never accepted that I would argue an encompassing definition of trans woman you did, of woman, that would be trans-inclusive. Um, so that's why I think that if there are counter-examples that are posed, you would at least agree that not all trans women are women, just most are, at least. Well, I would agree that a woman is someone whose internal perception aligns with what we culture views being feminine. Again, the example you gave me was like this, this one time of someone who said their internal perception was masculine. I would Man, I would love to talk to that person and see how that even works or makes sense. But I think I still think you... it works or makes sense. And like I know you mentioned the tomboy counterexample and how that doesn't really hold. And I think that it does because if your internal perception is 
every thought, every desire, every preference is more so geared towards what we culturally view as masculine rather than feminine, right? Then they would in turn be a man to you. And maybe we can't be inclusive of every single thing, but we can say most. If most of your internal perceptions align with masculinity, then you would have to be a man by your logic. If you have an internal perception that aligns with cultural views of masculinity, yeah, you'd be a man. That's that's my definition. And And at least just to to back up a little bit here, in the context of this conversation, you do have a bit of – you do have a bit of a burden here to defend the current definition because that's the definition that's – why Th- that's the that's the current definition because if we don't accept my definition we go back to the current definition and no, if so you're going what to we say do is we if we don't know what something is we remain agnostic or unconvinced all these flaws times 10 seems kind of silly right if we don't accept something we just remain agnostic or unconvinced on it right so say you're not convinced of my definition um i'm not convinced of yours so we would be agnostic on the proposition are 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 trans women women right we wouldn't take a position either way if there's no clear understanding here so, so that's what why. is a okay so yeah. then what what is your definition of a woman my definition of a woman would be a female adult human female okay okay so Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I just, I, I understand that it doesn't mean that my claim is true, but it also is like that your definition has the same problems you're trying to bring up about my definition, but your definition has them worse. But I never accepted a burden to be make an inclusive definition of trans people. You did. I. You want an inclusive definition of women on biology, right? Hence why we're debating are trans women women, because you're assuming you're taking. Wait, no, no, no. I want to I want to ask you some qu- this question here. You want your definition, an adult human female, to be as encompassing as possible of women in the basis of biology, right? Of the biological characteristics combined that the collection of biological characteristics to make. I, I don't want it to be anything. Just how it functionally works is how it's going to work. So the goal I, I, I don't of a definition. Have any so then maybe I should desire re- to have an inclusive definition. Okay, so then maybe I should rephrase. The goal of definitions, the reason they exist, is to try and be as encompassing as possible. No, it's to describe concepts. It's to describe concepts that and be as encompassing of those concepts no, as like, possible. For example, Absolutely. Like, when we're talking it, about at least if that? we're talking about something like, hold on. If at least if we're talking about something as the definition of yes, a woman or female, we want the definition to include as many people who are female and exclude as many people who are not female as possible. Well, that was definition excludes like when you when we look at what a triangle is, like what is a triangle, Hunter? A shape. But like anything beyond that, because a triangle is distinct from a rectangle or Go ahead. I'm just go ahead and make, make your point. Like a, you know, three-sided, three-angled, two-dimensional shape, right? So if mm-hmm. we take something like that, um, and then somebody posits a counterexample, like, oh, what about an obtuse triangle? I'll say those are included. And then if somebody says, what about a square? I'm say, so sorry, that's not included, right? So I have no desire for definitions to be inclusive rather than than them just be functional in describing things. Okay, so you want them to be functional in describing things. Yeah. So your definition fails in functionality. Mine doesn't. So I'm not even talking about, you have to understand here is my definite, my argument here doesn't even need to be 
trans women are women because of my definition, et cetera. My definition accounts for people that you currently view as women more so than your definition. Your definition doesn't serve that functionality. I would disagree with that because, for example, um, I view a newborn infant as a girl and I view an adult human female who has a severe cognitive disability as a woman. Yet you would say both of those individuals are, in fact, a gender, not women. That's just having a better understanding of the concept of gender. This doesn't actually help your point at all. How does your definition serve okay, functionality? So, okay, take oh, something wait, wait, like, please. How does your definition serve functionality if it and what I'm isn't trying to as say, encompassing? It serves functionality in what I'm trying to say. It's so like if we were to take a gender nonconforming radical feminist, like, do you know what that kind of is in the literature? Um, Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So people who want to disassociate femininity and um, the social construct of femininity from females altogether. So intentionally, these people adopt more masculine things and have more masculine perceptions, yet they're still consider themselves women. Um, so I, I wouldn't see how you would account for this. You keep derailing and like just moving to a different thing and not answering the question I'm asking. No, like because you, you well, the said claim the that goal you made a, was you that. said the goal of a definition is to serve functionality, and I'm asking in describing you, things, what, in yes, describing in concepts. Describing that's things, what I said in describing concepts. Yeah. So if you want to serve functionality in describing a concept as a woman being an adult human female, but yet your definition doesn't serve that functionality. Because there are millions of people that you would recognize as being women who have that biology, even, who would be excluded from your definition. No, because they would still be um, females because chromosomes don't determine that. But I feel like this is still irrelevant to... So chromosomes our, don't determine it then. This so is not relevant what, to the proposition, are trans women women? Because even well, if it I might be, depending that, on like, what, what collection of biological traits do you whoa. think makes a woman a woman? I don't think this is relevant to our trans women, women, right? Because it could would be you, because if trans women have undergone sex reassignment, would you agree that? Example, would you agree we might have different accounts of this? But would you at least agree that there are males and there are females? As far as sexual characteristics, yes. Like, yeah, sex-wise, there is a yes. We generally recognize two like okay. types. Yeah. So yeah. So even with that being said, um what makes a male be able to be a woman is the discussion, right? Because even if I were to concede, sure, let's concede all of them aren't women. Um, it would still have no bearing on if a trans woman is a woman. I understand that. But the reason I'm asking you about your view of what collection of biological traits would, would suffice to be a woman is because it could, if we're talking about, say, a trans person who's undergone sex reassignment. So if you're saying, well, for me, my... Oh, I my, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, so you're saying, for me, my definition of woman is uh, this type of biological trait, this biological trait, this biological trait. Well, that might actually be applicable because we do have yeah trans women who've undergone... Yeah. Um, so just to clarify, um, I see gonads, genitalia, secondary sex characteristics. Um, what your sex is comes down to your genetics, things like the SRY gene. I've looked extensively into like the 40 plus intersex conditions, but... The gamete view you kind of described is what I take. Okay. So, but then there was, so, still so be it wouldn't again though, be relevant because we don't have the CRISPR technology to fully alter your genes and therefore gametes yet. Um, 
And we also recognize that there so has then, never but been so then a there, case. there is obviously then some exception still in your definition that does and that's, allow And that's for, fine. Even if I were to so then can trans that, that does not make a trans woman a woman. Wait, wait, wait. No, because in this case, we're talking about somebody who has a vagina because they have an external. So now they have an external female sex organ and they don't produce gametes. You just told me that that person would be a woman. Wait, if they have a vagina but do not produce gametes, the way that we would determine sex would be looking at their genes and looking at what developmental pathway they undertook, right? Given that in the mammalian kingdom, there are only two gametes, you can only undertake one of two developmental pathways, which are determined by transcription in your genes. Okay. What again, is, how does that address anything? Yes, in nature, that's how some things evolve. You said that a woman you generally try to define as the gamete position, but I'm explaining that the well, like in my opening, I talked about the condition about the the swire Zero syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where um, I mean, I, again, and by said, the way, I'm also um, recognizing that- right off the bat that yes, of course, it's rare, but as rare as it might be. You would still consider yeah, those I still, women, I still account right? for it. So under Sawyer sy- Sawyer so syndrome. So why person, does that make sense? So why does I can I can defend it really quick. So okay, under the biological account of what a female is, there are only two developmental pathways a human can undertake, right? Given that there are only two gametes. So with that being said, even if something blocks you from actualizing the production of X gamete, that doesn't mean you didn't undertake the developmental pathway to reach that point. So People with Sawyer syndrome, it depends if they haven't expressed S or Y gene or not. Some do, some don't, some are fertile, some are not. So you would need to present me a specific case with their um, gene code, and then I could determine if they're female or not. But even so, this has no bearing on the truth of the proposition, so it's not relevant. Okay, you keep saying that, but it does. We already established it, and you already agree. And I already that it explained the actually, biology to you. So, like, some... you and okay, so you're so saying take, if okay, so take somebody pathway, with Sawyer syndrome. Some... Well, hold on, wait, that wait, has because, an expressed SRY gene. I would not call them one second just because I would not call them a female if they have an expressed SRY gene, right? Um, not just the presence of the SRY gene on the Y chromosome, but the expression and execution of the SRY gene and its function. If they have that, they are not a female. Is that clear? So if they have no, okay. So if they have no ovaries at all, would you consider that person to be? A, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, mention ovaries. So it, sex is determined genetically. Those are secondary sex characteristics that can help us out, but they're not the main determinant. Okay. I'm sorry. I was still talking about the gametes point part. So maybe I misunderstood a little bit there. Yeah, so eggs are, eggs are produced in the ovaries, right? But you can still undertake a developmental pathway towards the production of eggs without actually actualizing the organ of ovaries. Right. So once again, your definition completely fails because now in order to understand who would be a woman, we first have to establish who would be a female. So we have to gene test people in order to determine who's a woman. How does this, you realize people will call themselves a woman or express themselves a certain way before they've been gene tested. That's fine. There's obviously a social identity form of gender involved here, right? But just just because there's further inquiry necessary or further testing necessary to discern a truth of the matter has no bearing on the truth of the matter. Like if I were to show you fool's gold and real gold and they looked phenotypically identical, are you saying that they're actually identical in terms of their properties? No, 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 no. no. I'm not saying because of the extra testing that. No, no, I'm sorry. My point is that your definition, again, fails in serving functionality because- on our day-to-day basis, we're not going to be gene testing people. We're not going to be even looking at, obviously, yeah, we're not going to be looking at people's ovaries or their genitalia or whatnot. Um, yeah, and which so, I never mentioned, by the way, but yeah. So if there is somebody who is expressing themselves this way, 
is it possible then that that you you would most likely consider them a woman, right? You would refer to them as yeah, a woman. Yeah, so I, I think there's a difference between an inference and something that's actually true. And this goes back to the gold example. Like if I were to show you fool's gold and real gold, the average human is going to look at those two and say, they're both gold, right? Like Because if they look exactly the same, they're both gold. We need further testing to verify the truth of the matter, but we make inferences. The same goes for female um, and the same goes for woman. We might make an inference, but we know further testing is required to determine the truth of the matter. Sure. Okay. So then you do, though, recognize, just before I go in my second question, so you recognize then the establishment of certain gender characteristics, though, that are like separate from sex. Like secondary sex characteristics, for example? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, like social gender behavior characteristics, expectations, roles. You recognize that as like a a thing, though, right? That's separate from sex? Yeah, gender norms exist, yeah. That Well, that would partially be gender. That would be the external gender social construct. So then you recognize there being something that exists as a result of human interaction that is correlated to biology, right? Because a lot of this gene testing thing boils is down it to correlated sex to biology? Ultimately. Because kind of what you mentioned in your op- opening statement, is wearing a dress correlated to biology? Do you think it is? I, th- I think no, but you said you seem to agree with me, but I can't guess not anymore. Wait, I said wearing a dress is not correlated with biology. Correct. And now you just said sex. It does have a correlation. So which is it? Okay, I'm sorry. Did I say correlated or caused? Because if I said correlated, that would have been my mistake and my my misplacement. No, co- correlated, so, right? Like, yeah. So, okay, yeah. Well, no, of this whole conversation, I've been acknowledging that gender is correlated with sex, but the correlation is our doing. That's the social part. We have a gender thing. We have certain expectations, characteristics, traits, roles that we correlate with biology, okay, but it's not but caused it's not by true, the biology. Right? But it's not true. Like, like the blue and pink thing. There's nothing inherent about being a boy that makes you like blue. There's nothing inherent about being a girl that makes you like pink. Just stuff like that. You're saying we assign those things to those individuals, right? Yeah. Yeah. That part I would agree with. But with that being said, um, I think another implication would be societies differentiate in this. Um, some societies would have the opposite view of ours and would say that people that are leaders, people that go out and be breadwinners are actually what are typically casted as women and females. So under under this view, if you travel to say the tribe I just mentioned, the African tribe, like would that make your gender change? Well, no, because your gender identity would be based upon whatever cultural norms you were kind of socialized into originally. Oh, like you grew up with? Just Yeah, more or less. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not that simple, but like more or less, it just like I said, how like you can be a football fan, but what it means to even be a football fan in Brazil is literally means to be a fan of a different sport even, but it doesn't mean that you're not a football fan as far as your identity in American sports. Right. So yes, it can change and be certain like culturally relevant, but that just further demonstrates that it's a socially constructed thing that there's this entity this this collection of traits right so that exists separate from sex the correlation exists because of us so when you talk about like gene testing people and everything else that really does come down to sex that doesn't come down to gender so that's okay, where yeah, i know so, we disagree yeah i think I that's think obviously yeah that's where we disagree on is the sex gender distinction and how that's sort of applied 
Um, so, so you don't believe that there's a distinction between, or what is your position generally on that? Because that might help us get somewhere here. Well, I mean, if the definition of a woman is adult human female, clearly there's a necessary condition in there about what your sexual biology is. But with that even being said, I think that the definition you're proposing, um, it would at least it would at least mean that gender is relative to society to various societies. Is that correct? Maybe not your yes. gender, just the concept in general. This external social construct of gender. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a socially constructed thing. That's why we have conversations about like what it even means to be a woman has in many ways changed over time, right? Yeah. So would you say like many more um conservative places that view a woman as an adult human female, that's what the society generally views as a woman, and that's that society's conception of gender. Would you then say uh, that it's broader? No, because it's broader than that. It's not going to be like my neighborhood's view of gender, especially with access we, we have to the resources. Take, like, um, we have, well, hold on. We have a general understanding of the external uh, points of gender. Like, yes, we we recognize what's masculine and what's feminine, what we might label as being such. Um, that's going to we're gonna you're going to have knowledge of that outside mm-hmm. of like your local community. Right, right, right. So I I can't even take like a maybe a country, if that would work better, like smallest countries. So if the vast, vast majority, overwhelming amount of people in that country directly tied gender to sex, and that was their society's conception of gender, wouldn't that still make a trans woman in that society not a woman? Well, based on their definition, probably not. But I mean, right now we tie it to biology. So right now with the current definition we have, that's why we're having this argument, right? So we're arguing like- they might not define it that way, but you know what? You might have over here, I'm religious in the sense that I'm a Christian. So I have this identity. I have this belief internally. But in this over, I don't know, rural, uh, isolated island, right? In order to be classified as religious, you need to be involved in human sacrifice. They might have different standards or different definitions you need to meet, but that doesn't negate the identity that was originally built. I think there's little. So do you think that a Christian is somebody who identifies as a Christian? Like I think, think some, I think that a Christian is ultimately somebody whose internal belief is that of uh there there probably is a form of identity as far as identifying themselves as like a sinner, theologically speaking, but like identifying themselves as a sinner, but more so it's just an internal belief. Yes, it's yeah, about so internally believing add. that Jesus Christ is Lord. I think I kind of forgot to mention this in my presentation, but I don't think there's any feature you obtain in reality simply as identifying as it. And I'm not sure why gender would be um, the one that we special plead to that. I don't know. There's not any real trait that with what Christianity? There's no, just in general, there's no feature that we obtain in reality simply as identifying as having such. So what? There's plenty of. Uh, You're going to need to elaborate. Maybe I, maybe I'm missing it. It sounds like you're saying there's no real objective thing that happens or changes because of our identity. That's what it sounds like you're saying. No, you don't. Your identity is essentially not valid if you just obtained it by identifying as having it. As identifying as having it. Well, yeah, but I mean. Example, like talking about American football. Do you think somebody who's never even seen what a football looks like, never watched a game on TV, never been to one, never seen their friends play, nothing of the sort can still identify as a football fan when they don't have no concept of it at all. Probably not. 
Right. So there's still necessary conditions, even though we probably haven't flushed them out to be something. Well, wait, of course you're going to wait, wait, wait. Well, that's not the necessary condition being you must interact with an external social construct in order to have an internal identity on the basis of that construct. Yeah, of course, that's a necessary condition. Well, yeah, so we can accept that. Um, So again, there's no feature you obtain in reality simply as identifying as it. There's always some conditionals. So in this case, the condition would be having an internal perception that aligns with cultural views of femininity. In order to be a Christian, the, well, in order to be a Christian, the condition would be uh, having an internal belief that you yourself are a sinner in need of God's love and grace and that Jesus Christ is Lord. You don't need to express externally that you are a Christian. It doesn't mean that you are not a Christian if you fail to do this. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's still some necessary conditions like believing Jesus Christ is Lord or whatever, like you mentioned. Just but like I, there's necessary condition in being a woman, which is yeah, having yeah, yeah. that internal I know, I know. perception. So that's why I wanted to ask, like, what do you mean by internal perception? Because maybe I was wrong on you earlier, but the only thing I can think of is your preferences um, and your psychosocial interaction. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be the way you perceive yourself in relation to this. It could be in some ways like I feel that I fit better in this category, but it's most likely going to be more than just like I kind of like the color pink. And also, there is such a thing, of course, as being like a boy who is uh, much more comfortable identifying with uh, masculinity, cultural views of masculinity, but might like certain uh, elements of femininity, whether that's like wearing pink or maybe they think princesses or Barbies are cool or something. That doesn't like yeah. make you a girl, right? That's right, just right. right. So, um, so, so what is that like threshold of social and behavioral characteristics that makes you the well, hold on. I'm trying to understand a little bit more your broader argument because you're saying there's necessary criteria that you must meet. For anything, or to be sufficient valid. criteria, one of the two. Sufficient criteria for it can it be, be either valid. or. Um, I'm just saying, um, you don't obtain something just as just by identifying as. Okay. Yes, just identifying as. If you're going to say, like, I guess that would be a good argument. If someone's like, a woman is someone who says I identify as a woman who says I identify as a woman. But right, like, right, right, yeah. But, but there's more. more so to, what but, I was, but hold on, wait, wait, please, because there's more to my definition. Though. Yeah, I know, so I know. I'm not we're talking about your definition. Like a, I was going to apply if it. If we're so talking about somebody say, like a Christian, though, if they have that internal belief, do they meet that necessary condition? If they believe, as you mentioned earlier, then yes. Right. So then, why, if trans women have that internal belief? Can't that also be meeting that necessary condition? Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. So like take dresses or the color pink or Barbies, like you kind of just mentioned, do you have to have a belief that you like those Barbies or do you have to actually like them? Or do you have to simply have an internal perception that you like them? Like, that's what I'm not understanding. You would probably sort of just gravitate towards that more and more. I mean, if you listen to most people, I know like Blair White even talked about just like, having an experience as she was getting older and sort of interacting with more gendered spaces, having more of this sort of discomfort with not fitting in certain categories or not fitting, feeling right here. Again, a lot of it isn't going to be like this. Obviously, it's like, it's not going to be like intellectualizing, like, do internally I desire to play with Barbie? Like, it's going to be more like, what do you gravitate towards? How do you end up seeing yourself in Mm -hmm. regards to these traits and characteristics? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of asking, like, 
what is the threshold of these characteristics that you must meet in order to be considered a woman? What is it like? So what elements of that internal perception must be met? Is that what you're asking me? Because I don't know. Right, exa- I don't know if like I have like an might naturally um, gravitate towards these things in terms of that's just what you like. That's not reducible. But I wanted to ask, like, what is that criteria of threshold things that you must meet in order to be considered a woman? Heads up. We got to go into the Q&A pretty quick here as we're okay. past that 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have like a, a exact criteria, but that's why I say it's the internal perception because that's going to manifest itself differently for everybody. So it's not going to be like you must wear pink and lipstick, et cetera, or you must internally feel this way. It's more so like if you have this internal perception, it's going to manifest itself in different ways. So I don't know yeah. if it would be fair for me to be like, you must check this box, these boxes of everything. Yeah. And I think the problem with that is what if somebody's internal perception is they just need to meet one feminine um, archetype and then they can be a woman. What if their internal perception, that wouldn't be an internal perception. That would just be like an internal belief or like opinion they have. Well, that is like, what is an internal perception if not a belief or a preference? Like In this case, I'm talking about a perception of yourself in regards to an external construct. So just saying, well, I'm going to now perceive that in order to be a woman, it actually means somebody who really likes flying airplanes. So now that I fly airplanes, I'm a woman. Like, no, because it has to actually relate to the external social construct to ultimately have a form of utility as well. Yeah. And if it has to relate to the external social construct, I think that goes back to the example that I sort of posited earlier. Like if the overwhelming, like 99.9% of society in a country thinks that a woman is a female, um, you would agree then that in that society, their gender identity, um, a male's gender identity as a woman would not be valid. A male's gender identity as a woman would, well, no, not at all, because there have been people who have different gender identities in societies that have been more strongly in uh, enforcing the correlation between sex and gender. I think so that gender and really sex are always going to const- exist as a concept. Are you so? Are you saying if okay. a society exists in which they say we we have there there is no such thing as gender? It's just in order to be considered a woman, it must only be this biological thing. Would that person then not be a? It yeah, I guess by their definition, maybe not. But okay. I mean, because we already have tried to be defining people, right, on that biological thing, even right here in the U.S., and it's not working. It doesn't yeah. serve nearly as much functionality. Yeah, and I, th- I think, like, the, another thing is what's masculine and feminine does vary per culture and per where in the world that you go. So I think in, in one place, your beliefs, your pr- preferences, what you gravitate towards would be more in line with feminine things. But then you go to another place, and they're more in line with, like, what masculine things or things that are even gender neutral. Um, I think that sort of implies that somebody is a woman in one place, but in another place, they would be non-binary or something. Not at all. No, your identity can be valid from one culture if it's culturally relevant. We how? already went over if this. If you gravitate Just like the religious what that thing. society associates with masculine things, how would you be a woman? Wait, if you live in a society in which the definition to be religious is believe this way as far as Christianity, but you go to a different society, which says in order to be religious, you must commit human sacrifice. Are you no longer religious? The society would probably not define you as religious since they have their own excuse me, definition, but you still have an internal belief regarding religion that's already been formed. 
Yeah, but the problem is your definition of woman references a social construct and references society. Because if we say a woman is somebody whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine, that is Mm -hmm. in reference to a broader group of people, which is the rest of the people you're geographically around, your society. So under that view, if we were to go to a different society, what your internal perception is would align a completely different way. It may align align with masculine things. That would mean somebody can become woman or man, depending on where in the world they're standing. You mean if you like take somebody as a baby and have them raised in an environment in which like the cultural views of femininity and masculinity are different? then yeah, like the way that they perceive themselves or, or are a woman or are a woman or a man, excuse me, based on their internal perception. Um, yeah, it might, it might be different. There are different roles and expectations throughout history for women. This is why at one point an internal perception of yourself as being uh, culturally views or cultural views of femininity would probably include much more rigid roles as well, right? Like staying in the kitchen, for example, but this has changed. Yeah. and so. We clearly recognize a social element of gender. And so once again, I'll reiterate that since my definition is the reference to the internal perception, it is more encompassing of all women, not just trans women, but of all women. Mm -hmm. And it serves more functionality as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't think this really like addresses the point though, because if what you like just mentioned, take being in the kitchen, being nurturing qualities that maybe in America we typically associate with females um, and your identity aligns more with those things like being submissive, being nurturing, being in the kitchen. If you travel to like a part of West Africa, those traits and beliefs and perceptions as you hold may make you a man because that is not what their society traditionally um, views as typically associated. You're not understanding. My definition of a woman is not just whatever society says. It's somebody whose internal perception aligns with what society views as female or male. Sure. So maybe if it's their internal perception that aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine, not like in the moment, that internal perception is formed over time. That's why I say that gender identity is influenced. It's not like you're switching from man or woman because culturally they define it here, then culturally they define it there. This is why the internal perception holds the weight, which is going to take time and influence to form in regards to the external Yeah, I'm not denying that. So in the example, like I posited, in America, um, you might be raised in a way that those are the traits we typically deem to be feminine, which are to be nurturing, to be caring, to be submissive, stay in the kitchen, whatnot. Now, if you travel to another place, you still have those characteristics. Like you mentioned, that's not something you can just sort of change, right? You're still going to grab- internal perception is still the same, yes. Yeah, you can't change that. That's still going to be the same. All those preferences are still going to be the same. But now with the second part of your definition aligns with what we culturally view as feminine. That Mm -hmm. is no longer going to align with what they culturally view as feminine in some places. That is going to align with what they culturally view as masculine, if that's possible. So I think that would imply that their gender would still change via, via geographic location. No, it wouldn't because gender is not just the external social construct. It's also the internal perception. So the internal perception forms on a basis of cultural views of femininity. This doesn't mean that cultural views of femininity determine whether or not you are a woman on a whim. It means that the way you form that internal identity is in regards to the external social construct. I I feel like I've said, I feel like 
maybe we've hit a wall or something because I feel like I'm saying the same thing and then you're saying the same thing that I'm saying the same thing. But like, it's exactly so. Like, is somebody no longer a football fan in Brazil? If they like watching the NFL here in America, or (laughs) they like watching the NFL, right? And uh, here in the U.S., and then they go to Brazil and they say, "I'm a football fan." Are they no longer a football fan? The problem is being a football fan or liking American football has like literally nothing to do with like your what you align with cultural perceptions because you cultural views of sports culturally. But you don't have to align with that to be a football fan. Wait, no the the social external construct of sports the foundational social construct varies in society. But if so, if you identify yourself as a football fan in regards to the external social construct being Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. NFL football teams. Right. And then you go to a society in which football is something different. Are you no longer a football fan? This is really a yes or no question. Well, no, because I mean, obviously, I acknowledge that your internal preferences, they never change. Right. What I was more so obviously you're still going to be a football fan. Your preference doesn't change. What I was more so pushing back on was that second part where it's that internal perception has to align with X for you to be a woman. With football, your internal perception of liking it doesn't have to align with anything. You just got to like it to be a football fan. But um, with your definition of woman, it's an internal perception that aligns with what the culture views. As I, I feel that I this. Sorry, I realize the problem. I think. You're taking from my definition that I'm saying uh, someone whose internal perception aligns with what we culturally view as being feminine constantly, like it must remain so. But what I'm saying is that the external social construct forms the internal identity. And that internal identity can still change and whatnot. But like I said, most people, by the time they're the age of like five, six, seven, eight, have a pretty decent understanding already of their gender identity. So it's not like a constant, like, you in must what regard, In regard internally. of what their preferences are. I can give you a chance to respond to Sanvi's question, and then we got to go into the Q&A. In yeah, regards can... to how they see themselves, in regards to, yeah, probably preferences, I would have to, I would be more than happy to look it up and give you more specifics if, if you'd like. But, okay. um, yeah, it's not like you must keep internally aligning with this. You must keep internally aligning with this. It's more that, like, there is that external social construct. And, yes, it's going to change as society changes, but once that internal perception is more or less formed, that's what holds the weight. That's why it stays constant, just if society or a different culture has different views. We're going to jump into the Q&A, but first, a couple of housekeeping type things. Folks, I have pinned at the top of the chat. Have you been to the Modern Day Debate Discord? If you haven't, check it out right now. That's pinned to the top of the chat, or if you're watching afterwards, you can find it in the description box. Check out the Modern Day Debate Discord. We'd love to have you a part of the conversation there as the debates keep going. We're going to jump into the Q&A. want to say as well, our guests are linked in the description. Check their links out right now. That includes if you're listening via the podcast. And Simon Allen says, should not be awake, but caught it live. Thanks for all the work you put into this, James. We salute you. Thanks for your kind words. And all credit to the speakers. They are the lifeblood of the channel. Check out their links. Sanvi, you don't have a link right now, do you? Mm-mm. Banned from TikTok. Very sad. <laughs> but Simon Allen says Sanvi wins. You have a fan out there, Sanvi. This one from B Smiley the Third says, Let's go, Sanvi. Let's go. You heard a lot of cheerleaders. Steven Zavatsky says, What is a woman? Sanvi is. 
What is a goddess? Sanvi is, wow. Says, who is my queen? Sanvi, okay. Well, Von Zub says, <laughs> your face, okay. Von Zub says, do either of you feel that trans women reinforce feminine gender stereotypes? Well, I was hoping this would come up. Because um, this is definitely a, a perceived hypocrisy, and I totally understand why. The thing is, is that gender, well, first of all, this is built on a faulty assumption that like all trans people are simultaneously gender abolitionists. There's a good chunk of trans people who just don't Are care gender about essentialists, yeah. Well, gender means a lot to them because of the way they've either struggled with it or like the way that they've just interacted with it, their upbringing, whatnot. So like, not every trans person is a gender abolitionist is the first thing. The second thing is, even if the long-term goal were to abolish gender entirely, come on, it's ridiculous to be like, oh, now trans people, you just wait it out and just die by the time we actually get around to like deconstructing this thing. I'm of the opinion that gender is never going to not exist. I think that gender is always going to exist uh, so long as humans interact with each other. I think that really what we need to be getting rid of is the expectations. So if you have a trans person who wants to uh, externally present themselves in ways that might be like feminine culturally, if you're just being feminine right now, right? Like wearing a dress or whatnot, there's nothing wrong with that because right now that's, that's gendered. That's what people see it as. But if you're coming up and saying, now I identify as a woman, so I'm gonna act ditzy or something. Well, now you're talking about actually upholding like a bad and harmful expectation or stereotype. So it's not really the same thing. This is from B Smiley the Third says, get him, Sanvi. This one from the Trib One says, hi, James. In the day today, I think this is for you guys, though. They say, in the day today, men and women will be, quote unquote, misgendered regularly. Does it matter? Probably depends on the level of misgendering, right? Then says, for both, when does being misgendered matter? Is it when the individual being misgendered knows? Outside of sports, sex, and medicine, does sex matter societally? Um, I think maybe that one might be for me because gender might be like, I don't know. But does does misgendering somebody matter? Does sex matter outside of sports, medicine, and what was the other one? And medicine, sports, and sex. Oh, okay, so just medicine, sports. Okay. Um. I don't really know how to answer that. I think the whole thing with misgendering, I don't think the average non-trans person gets super harmed by misgendering them. I think they simply correct them, move on. I don't think it's something they dwell on. I don't think it's something that leads to suicidality or self-harm or anything like that. But that doesn't seem to be the case for transgender individuals. They seem to take gender to be a very serious part of their identity, um, likely due to things like gender dysphoria or whatnot. I do not think that there would be a harm present if you didn't do it in the presence of somebody. I can't think of a way, at least, because the harm of misgendering seems to be that somebody felt their identity was violated interpersonally. But I, I wouldn't see how that would be a harm done behind somebody's back. I agree, it. by the way. I don't know how it would be harmful. It's more it's more of like a respect thing. Just like if I know that somebody's a Christian uh, I'm not harming them if behind their back I say, you know, fuck God or something. Um, but because I respect them, I'm not going to purposely disrespect, you know, how they identify or believe or whatnot. 
You got it. This one coming in from. Do appreciate it as well. Gabriel O'Brien says, proof that man can be woman. I don't know what they mean by that. It says, James, check your email. I checked it. I didn't see anything, Gabriel. Let me know. Con the Stoner says, are adoptive parents parents? If so, why would you say trans women aren't women? And if not, <laughs> doesn't it sound rude to tell a child caretaker that they are not? Yeah, um, the simple answer to that is I think the definition of a parent, the definition of a father and a mother isn't necessarily biological. I think it can also be legal, right? Like you can have legal custodial guardianship over somebody and you would be exhibiting motherhood, fatherhood, parenthood. So a trans woman is not a woman because they don't fit that category. A adoptive mother is still a mother because they do fit that. You got it. This one from Magellan says, how can we tell the difference between a healthy perception and a mental disorder? Some people identify as a pony. Do they need help or should we embrace that too? Absolutely not. No, this is a um, this is uh, part of the reason that I'm so such a stickler about my uh, external social construct. That's for, by the way, everybody taking a shot for every time I say social construct. Um, I I pity you out there if you're actually doing that. But um, this is why I'm so serious about that as well, is because that actually negates completely the the crazy like neo gender or xeno gender people that are like, yeah, I identify as a horse or whatever. It's like, no, that's not a socially constructed gender identity. Gender refers to something. Gender is not just whatever you want it to be or any form of identity, even, nor is it just any personality trait. It's something specific in regards to masculinity or femininity. So, um, no, if somebody says they identify as a pony, no, I, I don't know how you would have an internal perception of yourself as a pony. Um, and also that's just not even a socially constructed gender identity. <laughs> You got it. This one coming in from Coconut Cream Pie says, is Hunter a centrist? Um, I mean, I'm a social Democrat. I don't know if that that's considered centrist online, but it's more definitely more left. This one from B Smiley Third says, Sanvi is 2-0 oh right now. Con the Stoner Lynn says, given the difference in the brains of the sexes, would you agree it is reasonable to say trans people are neurologically intersex? Oh my gosh, I would, I'm so happy to address this because I addressed it in my presentation and it's such a common take nowadays, right? Even Destiny mentioned something about gendered, the gendered brain account. Um, so are they neurologically intersex? Okay, so generally when we refer to like what sex is, it has to do with our role in reproduction, but the brain account of gender is so heavily critiqued because they generally refer to like the function of the amygdala, the size of the hippocampus, and they do these um, brain scans to determine that trans women have brains closer to females. And the very first thing to say, it's false. Like not all trans women even have the brains close to a female. In fact, there was, uh, I think one study on this that said up to 40% did it and there's aligned more with cisgendered um, males. And I put that in the presentation from the NIH, but a lot of studies do not confirm that hypothesis, firstly. But secondly, even if I were to accept that neurobiology has a role in determining if like, you're a woman or you're a man, it would also lead to the conclusion that homosexual men can be women because their brains are often closer to female than they are male. So while I do think there might be a correlation with the feminized and masculinized brain, there could be a strong thesis for that. It's certainly not causal and not definitive um, and very arbitrary. 
You got if I could just one. weigh in really. Oh, sorry. Sure. If I could just weigh in really, really quickly, because I partially agree with that too. I think that the um, I, I you probably have heard me make that argument before. I'm pretty sure I've made that argument in the past before too. But um, part of the reason I don't like the whole like, well, trans women's brains uh, tend to operate more similarly to like the brains of adult human females, um, is because of neuroplasticity. I mean, if if we're talking about somebody who uh, identifies a certain way and who has an internal uh, perception of themselves that more aligns with feminine uh, cultural views of femininity, I wouldn't be surprised if their brain showed patterns where it was lighting up more at certain feminine characteristics or whatnot. Um, the interesting one I heard was that with trans women, they did find that there was something to do with a difference in estrogen receptors um, I don't know if that's the same one, if that's what they also found in the homosexual men or not, but I don't usually appeal to the brain thing just for the, the sake of the neuroplasticity. Yeah. You got it. This one coming in from Coconut Cream Pie Strikes Again. Jeez. A big part of the politics is centered around what a woman is and does. Why are trans men a less hot topic than trans women? In my opinion, it's just because of the Matt Walsh documentary. Like, isn't that what started this whole what is a woman thing? Because his thing was woman and not man. But I think the same applies either way. It's just I think that's what led to more people saying, well, what is a woman? Because they were emulating his documentary. Maybe some of the documentary that well, the documentary definitely caused the whole influx of, yeah, the what is a woman dorks. But the notion uh, or, or the the concern about trans women specifically has definitely been around before then. I think that's primarily because of a lot of the fear mongering about how trans women are going to be uh, a risk to women's spaces and things like that. Right. I think that it, it tends to pick up more if you're looking to honestly, I think that some people are generally concerned for like the more, more vulnerable members of society. But I think that it also plays very well. Um, to like a more conservative audience as well. So I think that that's more so why. If you I'm got honest. it. This one from Khan the stoner Lynn says, given the differences in the brains of the sexes, did I read this one already? They said, would you agree it is reasonable to say trans people are neurologically intersex? Intersex, yeah, yeah I, I addressed uh. this. Also, that is not what intersex means. Sex refers to a role in reproduction. So even though the brain is an organ, it's not a sexual organ, so it wouldn't be an intersex condition. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, get with it, Connor Sonerlin. All right, this one from <laughs> the Trib One says four gen population gen gender population gender expression matters. For the general population, gender expression matters. Most societally, in my opinion, for both, would Buck Angel or Blair White be misgendered if they weren't public figures? I do not know who Buck. Let, let me. Hunter can answer this while I look them up. Hold up. Would they be misgendered? Was that the question? Yeah. Who's Buck Angel? Do you know who Buck Angel is, Hunter? Yeah, Buck Angel is a trans guy who is oftentimes used as an example of someone who you would never guess was trans. Oh, is yeah, this is this crazy. person a sex worker? Buck Angel. Yeah, that's what comes up when I look it up. Maybe they used to be. <laughs> this, yeah, I remember. I've seen Buck Angel before. Oh, he, looks... he was an American pornographic film actor. But he has more problems than being trans than going straight to hell. He's got a. Sad beard. thing is, you're probably not being sarcastic right now, but that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> I agree that Buck looks. Uh, you know, I'd say I wouldn't even think that they were a female, but 
or uh, I always get the words wrong. But no, you're right. Biologically female. Yeah, that's correct. This one coming in from the Trib One says for Jen. Oh, we got that one. This one from Stephen Elliott says, Hunter, what is a black person? I don't know uh, what they're getting at here. This is the, if I can identify as a woman, why can't I identify as black? Which really comes down to the fact that uh, not all identities uh, or, or not everything that carries with it a identity holds all of the weight or not that the identity holds all the weight. Sorry, I'm explaining that very poorly. I recognize it. But Right. The identity does not hold all of the weight. So in the case of somebody who is black, well, we would identify them, at least if we're talking about like a practical kind of way, like if we're not doing like, you know, getting all technical here, just literally based on how we classify colors. That's not you. You don't become black because you identify as black. Uh, you, you don't. That's not how that works. However, I would say that, yes, you can identify as a woman based on internal perception. Uh, where that holds the weight, you don't become black because you identify that, that way. It's a different concept entirely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going back to hey, that can question. Can I say something about that? Um, some some interesting things about transracialism have been floating around the philosophy of gender. Um, if you're ever interested in reading a genuine trans-inclusive activist, I recommend Rebecca Tuval wrote a paper in defense of identifying as different races. That's all. This one coming in. Oh, we good, going back to the original question about Buck and Blair. They said for general, they said uh, would Buck Angel is it Ang, it's Angle or Angel, Angle right? Buck, we'll just say Buck. If would Buck and Blair be misgendered if they weren't public figures? I don't think so. Um, especially Buck, from what I just saw. I no. Would yeah, I don't. Think. I don't really know what that question's getting at, but no. I mean, they pass incredibly well. That's. Yeah, no. This one coming in from Stephen Elliott strikes again, says, Hunter, if we accept transgender, why not transracial? This kind of came up. You mm -hmm. already kind of already addressed that one. Yeah. Stephen Elliott also said, Hunter, why is blackface offensive and women face is not? Uh, because blackface is specifically done in a way to mock black people and degrade them based on historically and what it still occurs nowadays. Whereas you have somebody who has is sincere in an internal perception of themselves so they are uh, aligning themselves externally with certain feminine traits or characteristics. This is not, anybody comparing these things are definitely acting in bad faith. One is designed intrinsically to mock, another is based on a sincere identity and there is no intention to mock, nor is it actually a mockery, whereas blackface is intrinsically a mockery. You got it, this one from Made by Jim Bob. Past debater, good to see you, made by Jibbo. Says, Hunter, we have a social expectation of women that includes the potential to give birth and mother our children. On what basis ought we abandon that? Uh, the social expectation that a woman ought give birth? Yeah, that's really just the social expectation correlated with sex. So, yeah, a, a lot of this does just come down to realizing that correlating it with sex is not actually as functional as it could otherwise be so yeah mm -hmm. i would definitely get rid of the notion that a woman is necessarily someone who gives birth i would say that right now we define a woman uh based on you know we, we might say that like a, a woman correlates with biology still again i'm not denying that but yeah sorry i'm being a little long-winded there <laughs> no problem i have to tell you 
we have more questions, so we're still going. But so many people in chat have said this has been such a deep and respectful debate. So I have to give you positive feedback, Hunter and Sanvi, that people have really enjoyed this. And so, yeah, a lot of applause in the live chat. No joke. And also, folks, if you enjoyed it, hit that like button. Seriously, I think it means a lot. Let me ask, especially, so, Hunter, you've crossed the milestone of a half a million subscribers, all, getting all the way up to 600,000. So you've got experience with YouTube. Does hitting like make a difference in the algorithm, or do you think it makes no difference? You know what? I still, to this day, don't know. It forever remains a mystery. Me too. I always tell people to like the stream and that it helps me out. I, I would assume it does because just engagement can be beneficial. But obviously the thing that you, that YouTube judges the most is watch time minutes. How long are you spending consecutively watching the video? Agreed. But I nonetheless, I still think, sorry, we're a little off topic, folks, bear with me. But I really do, especially based off looking at our shorts recently, I really do think likes, at least with shorts, maybe even more so with shorts, I really do think likes make a difference, especially because it's like, well, why would YouTube like make the effort of keeping it built into their, you know, if it really didn't make a difference, I don't think they'd continue to even have, they would just simplify and get rid of it. So I really do think it makes a difference, folks. We do appreciate your likes. I'm a believer in the difference of likes. This one coming in from Ivan Gonzalez says she's going to end up, I think they mean Sanvi here, says she's going to end up conceding every social distinction of our understanding of gender, then still assert her conclusion of quote-unquote adult human female and act confused. There you go. That's the argument for you. It wasn't an argument in there. That's just nonsense. I mean, I gave. I was like Nostradamus. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, kidding, Joe. <laughs> I gave a couple arguments as to why adult human female um, is what we ordinarily use the term as. But even um, I think that it comes down to a difference in counterexamples and a difference in intuitions. Like there are certain bullets that I'm not willing to accept is the difference. Like, I'm not willing to accept that newborns are analytically age under things like that. So that's the difference why we have a difference in the definition. You got it. This one coming in. Do appreciate it. Made by Jim Bob strikes again, says it. Hunter, if, <clears throat> uh -oh. if your wife suddenly, <laughs> not a story. I, I read it. <laughs> Just, they say, if your wife suddenly internally felt like she was a man, would you call her your <laughs> husband and teach your kids to call her dad or not? Well, the first thing I would do is come out as gay. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I, I don't know how to answer the question. These are always bad faith questions. I don't know. If, if someone was like sincerely like, I'm trans, I've been struggling with gender dysphoria, I'm going to come out and blah, blah, I'd be like, honestly, you know what? If you had a spouse who came out as trans to the degree that they were going to be undergoing like sex reassignment surgery or anything like that, I think that so long as you're not like, a piece of shit to them. I actually like you married somebody with expectations regarding sexual uh, needs as well. Right. So if somebody is say going to transition and no longer have a penis, well, it's not really fair if you were previously married to someone who you're like, well, hold on. That was kind of like the agreement here. So I, I actually think that if somebody is sincere in a marriage and all of a sudden wants to transition or something, um, I do think that it could warrant <laughs> like, okay, marriage, would you say honestly. that if they don't undergo uh, medical transitioning because i think only 33 to 40 percent of trans women do undergo that so like if they didn't would that make you gay still or would you still stay with them 
if they were just like just said they have an internal social transitioning right yeah social transition i don't know i mean it would definitely kind of throw me off because again i have i have nothing wrong with uh acknowledging preferences or whatnot in relationships and i think that having preferences gender and sexual preferences in relationships are not actually uh necessarily bad so long as those preferences aren't harmful in some other way but it would really just depend i i don't know i feel like those questions more i'm not saying that question was definitely bad faith but a lot of the times they're asked by people who are just trying to be like i don't know get some kind of perceived hypocrisy juicy simon allen says does hunter think sanvi is smart brilliant wow this one from me by jim i think the same of hunter made by jim oh i was being sarcastic but that just shows how brilliant i am because now you just complimented me so thank you wow i have to also say since she came up hunter's wife carissa has helped modern day debate so much no joke a lot of people don't know this Uh, carissa well some of you recognize you remember carissa used to be a guest mod for us a ton which helped me a ton especially when i was like i was on a travel like so anyway carissa hunter if you can say thank you to carissa for for me for all of us we'd be grateful i mean you're cool too this one coming in from me by Jim Bob says, Hunter, if a man presents as a woman and is pursued by a man who eventually finds out it's a biological male, isn't that misrepresenting? Um, it's not misrepresenting if someone else pursues you. However, if you are, say, like in a bar and you're presenting very feminine, but you have biological male trait or male characteristics, um, Anytime you start doing something sexual, yeah, I think that you should disclose that. I think that it's really uncalled for if if you're, especially if it's gotten to a point where you're like going back to the room with the person or something. It's like, again, it doesn't justify like some of the people that freak out and like beat the hell out of people and kill people or whatever. Like that's obviously crazy. But like you need to disclose that before engaging in something really sexual with somebody, I would say. But just if it's like you're being pursued, no, you you don't need to just like tell everybody you're trans. But if it's going to be relevant, like a sexual engagement, yeah, you should disclose that. This one coming in from <laughs> I just want to say I want to say Hunter's been a huge help to the channel too. So for real, I wasn't me, I wasn't trying to snub you there, Hunter. Seriously. <laughs> We appreciate you. We've had oh, a hundred. I on. didn't feel snubbed at all. It's okay. okay. Good. I just wanted to be sure because this one from Truth Seeker says, "How does each person define a woman?" See if you guys feel like we covered this enough. I feel like we did cover this. Yeah, I mean, I'm so done with this. We, Coke. I think we repeated it like many times. <laughs> There's especially the Matt Walsh documentary, the one girl who was like, "Do chickens commit suicide?" There was some lady who asked about chickens committing yeah, suicide. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we, we went over that on stream, and it was just, oh, man, cringe fest of, like, a c- compilation of the worst arguments. It was really quite fun. Joel, oh, this one from Coconut Cream Pie says, we got some simps in here. The Trib One says, my donos illustrate that people don't care enough about the sex of someone in day-to-day society. Adult human female equals woman misses the boat. And that was the person who had said earlier their super chats were saying the one in particular I think they're referring to is when they were saying, is it for both? When does being misgendered matter? And in the day-to-day men and women will be misgendered regularly. Does it matter? This one coming in from 
the Dockinator says, Hunter is manly and my king. Wow. This one from <laughs> Rob. Rob what is that, is that one of Carissa's sock accounts? Dockinator says, Hunter is manly and my king. Finally, somebody recognizes it. Yes. Robski says, Hunter is number one. Wow. The, the Hunter fans are showing up in droves here. All right. This, that's all right. This one coming in from, we only have a few more. We'll get you guys out of here. I know it's getting late, especially on the East Coast, Hunter. So bear okay. with me. This one from, yes, in the Pacific Coast. It's like six. But this <laughs> one from Rob, this one from Webb Picton Hardcastle. Says when a trans girl commits suicide, is it counted towards the male or female numbers? Men lead the numbers. Interesting. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it is counted towards what is on your birth certificate. Um, there, was be, yeah. there was recently something that happened in the UK with a trans girl committing suicide, and in the birth certificate, it still had said male. So there was a lot of outrage about that. I'm assuming the same applies for the United States. You got it. This one coming in from, wait, can I ask a question? This is a pretty neutral question. I rarely do this, but it is something interesting that I have to ask. And it, like I said, I don't think it really challenges either side more than the other. Someone earlier asked, is it, there's so much focus on trans women, but very, very rarely on trans men. It seems, and I don't know if this is like, I've heard the numbers are actually the same in terms of numbers of trans men and numbers of trans women. However, in terms of like the popular names, it seems to me that there are like way more that I know of that happen to be trans women. Yeah, and, and you know what? I thought that too, but guess what? what? Studies show they're about equal. That's what I yeah, that's what I heard. So I'm I'm trying to figure out why is it that I just for some reason is it just me? Does everybody else you feel like is it that the media picks up on trans women's stories more, or is it that trans women are maybe allegedly maybe hunter? I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Some might say, well, maybe trans women are, you know, kind of challenged or targeted more regarding their gender identity. I don't know. What are you guys? I think it really just comes back down to like the whole Leia Thompson thing was, or, or was it Thomas thing was a, another great example, right? Of where it's like the, the concern about women's spaces specifically. And I think that's just because people aren't as concerned. I think about like, uh, male swimmers competing against someone who's biologically female but has been like taking testosterone. I just don't think that that's got the same uh, potential like implication or problem there. Um, so I, I think that's really what it comes down to, which is again why it's important to have these these nuanced conversations. I think something I wish that a lot of conservative leaning people could recognize is that you can be in support of trans people as far as like the the philosophical nature of it as far as like the validity of trans people's gender identity but then also recognize that like if you go through a male test or a male uh puberty it's probably unlikely that you're going to be able to compete against um i i hate saying cisgender women i know that's kind of a buzzword but like against uh, uh, other women because you might have an unfair advantage like I'm sorry, the statistics, the studies also show that you do actually, you, you might retain some of that strength. So like, it's okay to say, hey, some of these issues like the sports issue, really nuanced, but that doesn't mean that trans people aren't valid necessarily. And I do wish more people could distinguish those things instead of getting so caught up in, in what almost seems like a distraction. You got it. This one coming in from Weppington Hardcastle. We got that one. Lord Stannis says, how long did gender dysphoria exist before we knew about it? Is it exclusive to humans? 
Also, are all the dictionaries wrong about their definition of a man? I'm assuming that one might be for me. How long has gender dysphoria existed before we knew about it? I'm not sure about that one. Probably a long time, right? Although we, we have seen a rise in it, but I'm sure it's existed for a very long time. Same thing with anxiety, depression, body dysmorphia. All of these things existed before we had the APA and the DSM to put terms and medical labels on it for us. Um, what was the second part of that question? Second part was, are all the dictionaries wrong about their definition of a man? I'm not quite sure what that would mean wrong. Like definitions are descriptive and what are what are they referring to when they say are all the def definitions dictionaries wrong i'm not sure i'm not sure i can't answer that i'm sorry you got it this one coming in from do appreciate it the unwanted man very sad to see does hunter think women have prostates does removing it make you a woman um some women can have prostates removing it or not would not make you a woman or not make you a woman this one coming in from Stephen Elliott says, I'm ethnically white, but was born and raised in Africa and speak an African language. If I internally felt black, how would that be different from someone who is transgender? Because the internal perception doesn't hold the weight. That doesn't make you, in this case, black. Just like an internal belief about certain or, or regarding Christianity or Jesus Christ, right, is what makes you the Christian. But... That doesn't mean that you can just say that, say, I'm going to believe that I'm an astronaut. Now I'm an astronaut. There are limitations here. Some things are self-ID. Some things are not. So in the case of race, you might have certain a certain identity that is uh, um, formed based on some cultural norms that might be like uh, uh, racial or, or cultural norms or whatnot. But no, that's not what makes you black. You got it. This one from Jacob. Don't have too many left. This one, they say Hunter should really chill with the subtle jabs and blatant insults when that wasn't warranted through this debate. I don't remember. What, in what blatant insult? Were there? I was pretty focused on the chat. Look at Sandy's face. Okay. So, <laughs> did I, did I, do you feel that I blatantly insulted you? No, no, no. I mean, it's okay. This one from B. Smiley the third says. Chatter takes L. Sorry, go says Sanvi make a channel. That's right. Sanvi, you should think about YouTube. I mean, it's... I know. I know. I've been really putting it off, but I've wanted to start on platforms besides TikTok. Um, so maybe I will soon. You got it. Shane the Pain says, if any trans woman looks as... Okay. Let's see. <laughs> you can't just read it. I just, like, instantly hmm. stop. I'm, like, even, curious. Even oh. I feel awkward because... At some point, it's like, okay, yeah. They say, if any trans woman looks as beautiful as Sanvi, I'd call them a woman. Okay. <laughs> so, so there. Are you happy now, Sanvi? Okay, so <laughs> unsubscriber says, Hunter, trans women must sign up for the U.S. military draft. Do you think they should be excluded like real women? I think that women should have to sign up. You got it. Yeah, we should all equally be suffering. Hell yeah. Juicy. Steven Zavatsky says, what is son? No. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's actually, I mean, it's technically, it's not hitting on you. They say, what, I mean, a little politically incorrect. They ask, what is Sanvi's ethnicity? Oh, that's fine. Um, I'm South Asian. I'm Punjabi. You got it. Seville 
says, if you think trans women are women, would you actively date and have sex with them if you were single, Hunter? <laughs> if not, are you transphobic? Would I actively date and have sex with some? What was the first part of that? They said, would you actively date and have intercourse with them if you were single, Hunter? And if not, you just said it's a trans woman. Yeah, if it's a trans woman, like, are you going to do it? No, no, nope. Nor is it inconsistent whatsoever to have preferences in regards to uh, sexual characteristics. Okay, what if they were post-operative, though? Like, believe. Okay, if they were actually post-op to the point that there was, like, no difference, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, I would, sure, why not? That makes you homosexual, FYI, still. Really? If that makes you, wait. Having sex yes. with somebody who has a vagina and tits makes you homosexual. It's gayer to fuck a, male, a fleshlight. If it's male on male, it's homosexual. No, 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 no. It would be gayer to fuck a fleshlight at that point. Wait, male on male. So if if one of those girls in Denmark who have the male chromosomes get married and then the, the, her I husband has sex with her, does that mean that that man sex? Is... Okay. Okay. You got it. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but it would be gayer to fuck a flashlight. Let me just leave it at that. (laughs) This one is, appreciate your art question. Oh, you know, let me, is, okay. So they also asked though, is it transphobic that you say no? No, it's not. Anybody saying it's transphobic to not sleep with trans people or whatever people that that's hopefully is more often than not a straw man. Anybody saying that is an idiot. That's a dumb position to have. You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it, strikes again, Coconut Cream Pie says, we got some simps. This one coming in from, hey, I've got a poll in the live chat. I've got two really quick questions. One is this poll in the live chat is asking the question that the super chatter asked, because I'm just curious. I think modern day debate tonight, it, it really does depend on the night. Like if Vosh is here, the chat will actually lean more to the left politically. And tonight, it just so happens that Sanvi, I think you have an unofficial like following at Monterey. They recognize you and they're like, they they enjoy you. And Hunter, they enjoy you too. Don't worry. But no, it's okay. I'm I'm definitely disliked pretty uh, strongly on this channel, which is always fun because uh, I mean I have the modern day debate chat up on my stream all the time too because we always like to read the the chat just. Full of uh, inbreds, coping and, and seething. It's it's always a lot of fun. <laughs> this See, one, <laughs> you hear that, I folks? Expected that. He called you inbreds, people. Okay, <laughs> so coming in from, <laughs> they say if you were single. Or this was the question I asked the chat, and <clears throat> so I think that it's leaning toward the right tonight. So I would guess that it would be skewed that they would say no. The question is, would you, uh, if you're a dude? date or intercourse with a trans woman and right now it's 67 percent say no so like i said you probably guess that it's given it's right leaning tonight and 16 percent say yes seven percent say unsure and 10 percent say i don't care i'm a self-deluded soy boy so pretty uh 68 now say no i'm wondering how much different it we'll do this when Vosh or destiny are here especially Vosh. I'd be interested to actually see that. I want to see if there's any numbers on that. Yeah, I would wonder, especially it's really interesting, does it differ by political party to a meaningful extent? I would guess it would, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I like a lot of like left-leaning guys like Hunter when I, uh, it seems like they say no. 
Right, they have a more reasonable take. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I tend question. to bring out the crazies. It's it's okay. I don't know what exactly it is, but it's one of my many gifts. <laughs> you have a way with people. <laughs> this last question is that, okay, I agree, Hunter. When it comes to the stories you hear of, the sports explanation makes sense. Namely, that people are worried of men transitioning to women, going into women's sports. There's going to be a discrepancy in ability level because of, ling. you could say, residual maleness, physically speaking. Mm-hmm. And so that makes sense in terms of, like, why you hear more stories. But I'm even thinking, am I wrong? It seems like content creators, and I could be wrong about this. I just heard about, I've heard about Buck Angel before, actually. But, like, let's say content creators or celebrities. I can name so many that are trans women. Blair White. Uh, okay, now it's hard. What's the name of the one that's, she's got, like, a million subs. Uh, Wash, like, sometimes they have, like. Oh, Contra. Contra points, Yeah. And yeah. I know I can think of more, but it seems... Oh, that Blair White. It seems like... Did I already name Blair? I can't remember. I think I did. But the point is, is it just me or does it seem like like the celebrities, oftentimes for some reason, trans women are in the spotlight more, even of celebrities. So like not not sports context. Is it just me? Other it than Elliot Page, right? It might be a I coincidence. Really think of any. Yeah, even like Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I'm not sure about that one. I think it might be a coincidence. I think there's honestly, I don't want to speculate because there's no way of really knowing. And, but like there, I could see an argument being made that there is partially like not saying this is what everybody is, but like there's definitely a portion of people that tend to fetishize trans women sometimes. And I think that you'll see, especially the very famous trans women like Blair White uh, tend to fit very nicely into that archetype and also pass really well. I mean, like Blair White, she doesn't just look like a woman. She looks like a very beautiful woman. So I think that there is something to be said there. But of course, I'm not saying everybody who follows them is fetishizing them. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just that I think that also plays a role. It's but an of element. Course it's going to be a mix of stuff. I think you're right. I do think it's an element. So I think that's at least a factor. And this one from Ben Rook. This may be the last one for the night. They say, do you think it would be better for society and trans people if we honored and reinforced gender stereotypes or if we headed toward a society where these stereotypes were not as important in defining one's gender? Well, absolutely the latter. We've already headed that direction, not to mention we already are aware of plenty of the more traditional gendered expectations that can be really harmful just for the overall well-being of uh, men, women, family units, etc. You got it. Yeah, I think if we, um, you know, didn't have all of these societal expectations and norms of what it means to entail to be a woman, I don't think the gender theorists would have much of a case that a trans woman is a woman. So I'd be fine with it. You got it. Well, let me just check one last time if we had any others. That I think we just had one. This is from Grace Thorpe. Have you made friends yet, Hunter, with Grace? Oh. <laughs> from Grace Thorpe? That's right. Um, A.K.A. Joan. What was her donation? She said correction. Actually, she, she says correction, Sanvi. It wouldn't be gay, G-H-E-Y, if Hunter had intercourse with a trans woman as he himself is a trans man. Wow, Grace, come on. Yes. They, they say, ah. That's perfectly Checkmate conservatards. They say, by the way, I, I beat you last debate. 
Wow. Is that what Grace said? <laughs> Juicy. Uh, let me check if there are any last ones. I think that was the last one, but wow. Grace, feisty. I appreciate it. This last one just came in. Bryce F says, trans women aren't biological women, but the real question is how much to respect trans people. Everyone deserves respect. Sanvi's a QT... QT Pi 2 something. Pi 2. Yeah, I don't... QT Wait, how are you guys seeing these questions? Is it on YouTube? This is on the Modern yeah. A Debate live chat. Okay. It says QT P2T. A Q-tip. Sanvi is a Q-tip. By the way, folks... Right now, Modern Day Debate is live streaming. What does that even Come on over here and vote in our poll. Which side did you find more persuasive tonight? I always tell people this isn't super meaningful because to a significant degree in every debate, I've noticed people just vote for the side they already believe in. So it's not that meaningful, but it is fun. So come on over here. Vote on Modern Day Debate's poll. We appreciate your feedback, your voting, your engagement, all that stuff. Thank you guys for hitting like. As well, if you haven't shared this debate, consider um, maybe you've got a friend out there that likes these topics. Share this debate with them. Sean, or, uh, should I Sean, answer you that question, though, about the respecting trans people, even though they're not biological women? Yes. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think this question is pretty touchy. I personally do respect everybody. But with that being said, I do not tell falsehoods. I will not lie about what I believe, right? Um, I think you don't need to go out of your way to be incredibly cruel to anybody. But if somebody asks you, like, do you think my identity is valid? You should not bend the knee for fear of bad consequences. Always tell the truth. Juicy. This one coming in from Shane the Pains says, Hunter, what would you say about a trans woman using the girls' restroom at an elementary school? Um, I would say... What's the point of asking about this specific hypothetical other than to try and uh, gesture to some kind of a, a fear tactic when they've done studies, for example, in uh, they, they did some uh, criminal data collection in I think it was the state of Massachusetts before and after they enacted uh, public gender inclusive restrooms and even locker rooms. And they found that there was actually no correlation with any increase of sexual assault, rape uh, or harassment reports in regards to. Uh, public bathrooms or, or anything of the sort. Not to mention we've actually, based on data collected, also found that uh, it tends to be trans people, trans girls specifically, and uh, uh, non, not non-binary people actually, it's just sorry, trans people, when they're forced to use the bathroom that doesn't align with their gender identity, they are actually at a higher risk of being victimized rather than being perpetrators of violence. So just a couple facts to, uh, to, to put over those feelings for you there, pal. Thank you for the final donation. And uh, James, thanks so much for hosting. And uh, Svani, thank you so much for the, the debate. Thank you. Great conversation. And I will uh, see you all later. See you. Pleasure was all mine. Take care, Hunter. Thanks very much for being with us tonight. And the, uh, Ben Rook clarified. They said, I figured out the acronym. It means cutie patootie. Thank you, Ben, for that. <laughs> okay, this one. I think that's it. So we got that last okay. one in. But want to say thank you very much. Is Hunter still with us? It's frozen. Yeah, I'm still, still here. Oh, you are? I thought you left already. Oh, what have you got, Sanvi? Oh, I still have a little bit of time, but if we're there's no more questions, then thank you so much. That yeah. is actually it for the questions. I'm going to double check right now. But 
we, okay. we did get them all. So I want to say thanks, folks, for all of your questions. I'm going to be back in just a moment with a post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates. So stick around for that. One last thank you to Hunter and Sanvi. Check out their links in the description below. Even if you disagree, folks, there's a value to clearly and you could say authentically understanding somebody else's position. It's really sad when you reject it based off of a caricature of their position. So it's good to check out people's channels that you disagree with even. And then last one, uh, pardon me, sorry, Hunter, I know it's late. Uh, well, thanks for your support, Shane. So I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you very much. Hunter and Sanvi, it's been a true pleasure. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Thank you both. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.